Well, it's happened again. The age-old question, or I shouldn't say age-old, the recent question of uh, years now, it's been maybe six to eight years, maybe close to a decade as I think it through a little closely, that I've heard the question, what's happened to the running back position? Why is it not as important? What is it which changed? Well, a lot has changed. I think it's hit the forefront again with the release of Dalvin Cook. We're going to talk about what's next for Dalvin Cook after him getting released with the Vikings. But in the bigger picture, talk about first the running back position. That's the topic today on Landry Football, the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. We'd invite you and ask you to please spread the word uh, about the Landry Football Podcast Network to all your friends, family. Like, share, subscribe to the Landry Football Podcast Network. It's free to do. Apple, Spotify, um, make sure that you sign up. That way you don't miss any of our football content as it drops. Also, a reminder to take a look at LandryFootball.com. It is the best information that you can get on football, college, the NFL. It involves players, teams, coaches, schemes of the college or NFL level. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go, where you want to be. Take advantage of the scouting season offer. It will take you through 12-month cycle, which will take you now all the way through the season, all the way through the next offseason. So it's the perfect time to sign up because you get all the breakdowns and the previews of the upcoming season, all the breakdowns of the games within the season, everything to do with free agency, the draft, transfer portal, recruiting from college to the NFL. So the best deal that we've got going is the scouting season offer. Try it out for a month or six months. You've got those options as well. Nothing to lose. Check it out, LandryFootball.com. So why is a running back devalued, Chris, is what I get asked. What's the difference? You got to go back and look at the situations with running backs. It's combined with a couple things. Let's go back to when football, and let's just go back to the 70s, where the offenses were built around the running game. Your offenses, everything is dictated and stems from the running game. The running back had to be the feature guy. The the you know the offensive line's always been underrated, and most you know most people see it. Uh, as just fungible parts, but that offensive line is is critical in the run and pass game. But it was the running back that set the tone. And the quarterbacks, certainly the guys that could throw it and make plays in the passing game were pivotal, but it was mostly a lot of play action, run action stuff that was built around the running game. So having a bell cow running back and maybe having a backup that could be a bell cow running back if the first guy goes down was essential. Why? Because, again, it was heavy run on early downs. It was heavy emphasis on the run. And so to have the main guy who was great and valuable that was going to be someone that you depended on down in and down out to be the major focal point for your offense, that was the way it used to be. Go forward to the passing game emphasis throughout the years um, now where you've got a um, more three and four wide receiver sets. You don't even have fullbacks anymore. That coincides with the, the lack of the maybe emphasis on the run game. But, you know, now the emphasis is on clearly the quarterback throwing the football, 
a big playmaking receiver or two or three, having those guys, the offenses are built around the passing game. The running game is still important. And there are certain teams like the Niners that emphasize the run maybe a little bit more, but they do it a little bit differently. And they do it out of different sets and spread sets and looks. So it is a different look and a different emphasis. And you combine that with free agency. You see, back in the day when you would pay a running back lots of money, you didn't have to worry about it. The salaries were, you didn't have a salary cap. You didn't have a, a, um, a greater emphasis on putting a lot of money in that position or any position. You can release a guy pretty much any time, and it didn't cost you in terms of the cap. Well, now the salary cap has made it very difficult to try to get players that make a lot of money that maybe have a little age on them. It makes it difficult to get those guys back on your roster or on your roster uh, because you are limited to what you can do from a cap standpoint. Then you throw in the other factor, which has always been the case. Running backs have the shortest lifespan in the league. So while a receiver might be able to play an extra few years, um, a quarterback can play a long time. You can have a lot of guys in the positions. It's not normal to have the 35, 38-year-old running back running the football, pounding it in there. Oh, you've had a couple do it. They are just like a dinosaur, though. They just, you don't see them as much. In fact, what you see is 28-year-old running backs that get worn down. So you throw all of that in the pot, and that's the reason why it's a quote-unquote de-emphasis on the running back position. A, the offense is not built around the running back and the running game anymore. It's built around the passing game. Two, the cost of a running back, particularly a good one, when he's maybe had a good rookie contract and he's ready to make some nice money, uh, you worry a little bit about that guy because with the shortest lifespan, you normally, if there's a one contract position in this league, it is the running back position. Now, there's a lot of guys that play well under the second contract, but it's usually that first contract where you get the most production out of the back. So there's a reluctance to sign that guy to a second contract where it's going to require a lot more money, where you're emphasizing more of the passing game than him in the running game. You're emphasizing the fact that <clears throat> we've got to do things a little differently. And, oh, by the way, we got to pay this guy a lot of money, which limits what you can do at maybe the other positions that are the bigger priority, which is the quarterback and the, the receivers and the pass rushers and the pass protectors. All of those guys make uh, more of a premium of a position. Running backs, because you're not featured around the run game anymore and you're running out of spread sets, that dominant, power runner, down-in, down-out guy that you build an offense around, that that's really not that's really not a thing anymore on a regular basis. More on that in a second, because there are exceptions to that. Derrick Henry, for example, would be one. So you have the fact that, yeah, the running back's important. 
every position is important. You better have a good running back. And if, you, if you're a good passing team, you still better have a good running back. But you don't emphasize it as much. And because that second contract is going to naturally cost you more, because that's what second contracts do. If a guy's not good, then you're not worried about the second contract because you don't want him anyway. <clears throat> if he's really good, you're going to have to pay him more money. I don't care what he is, whatever position. Do you want to put that? in a running back think of it this way do you want to put premium money on a car that's a what do they call them pre-owned now used car no you expect to pay less for a used car and i know so why don't you see that in every other position well the difference is the running backs have a shorter lifespan so when you're looking at a used car you're looking at less value than a new car common sense of course everybody understands that but they don't quite understand that the running back is worn down to a certain degree and while he may have been great for the first contract how good is he going to be the second contract any contract you sign a player on it's about how good is he going to be through the life of the next contract not how good he was in the last one the last contract gives you maybe some indication and some indicators of how good they're going to be in the next contract, but not <clears throat> in totality. So you combine all of that, and it's made the position appear less important. It's important. But anything in football is supply and demand. You can find running backs. And today, running backs are still important. And in some ways, they're far more important than previous years in some areas. Guys that are really good receivers, guys that are good pass protectors, um, things that in the past, the big time running back was you hand them the ball, you toss them the ball, and that was your focal point of your offense. The Earl Campbells, you know, OJ Simpsons, I mean, Walter Payton's, those guys. You don't see those running backs anymore because you don't see offenses through high school and college focusing on those type of guys. Your offenses are not focused that way. Backs are important, but they're important because the value in a running back today is not in his ability to be a downhill power runner, but a, a, in his ability to be versatile pass protect, catch the football, and run it in open space, quickness, speed, so smaller guys can fit a role. Therein lies some of the issues. You can get a running back that's a better runner, and you can get another one that's a better receiver, and another one that's a little bit better at maybe blocking, and he's a decent receiver, just not as fast. <clears throat> in essence, they're more fungible. They're more of those type of backs because all of those different type of backs exist through the high school and the college level you don't have the feature type backs that you used to have um the derrick henry type guys they're hard to find in college who has that type of back they're great running backs in college but they're not built like derrick henry those guys are hard to find and if you don't feature your offense around it i mean Derrick Henry is valuable. He may be one of the more valuable players in the league. 
to the Titans. Their offense is built around him and the running game. But the short lifespan of the running back leads to, okay, can you find the, the guy that's going to replace Derrick Henry? And I'm just using him as an example. Well, if you don't, then you better have more to your offense than just built around the running game. And so that has created an issue where you don't have a lot of emphasis on the position. And while they're good running backs, they may be better in one area than the other. And they're, again, not the focal point of what your offense is about. So you don't have to take them as high. Folks, there is a guards are very important. Offensive guards are very important. I mean, you can't have a good offensive line without them. But a center and a tackle are more valuable. They're tougher to find. The good ones that you need to play at this level, at the highest level of major college football, the NFL, are harder to find. So, therefore, they're more important and they get drafted higher for the most part. Same thing does apply with running backs. Well, you know what? I, we don't want a feature back. We don't want a Derrick Henry type back. We want a guy that can do this, do that. And and you can <clears throat> take one in the first round that's really good at that, but it's almost a luxury. Because you can find someone, maybe two someones later in the draft, that one may be able to do one thing well, the other may be, may be able to do another thing well. And are you going to take a guy higher in the draft that – even if he's great, he's probably a one-contract guy? Or would you rather draft the guy that if he's really great, you got your future pass rusher, you got your future receiver, you got your future playmaking tight end, you got your future left tackle that can protect the quarterback for 10 years, you got your future quarterback, you got your future lockdown corner, you know, I mean, you got your future edge rusher. I mean, that's the difference. That is the difference. It's important. Every position is important. And a great running back is of value. But it's not as much of a value as other positions. Therefore, it, it, it's, it's supply and demand. There are more of them. Not many can do all the things very well, which is why if you see the guys that go very high, you see Atlanta take B. John Robinson. Why? Arthur Smith comes from Tennessee, want to run the football. The offense is built around, not around the quarterback in the passing game, but the running game. B. John Robinson, high character, power runner, speed, quickness, can run outside, can run inside, can catch the football. He's an all-everything player. Well, of course, the best running back in the draft that can do everything is going to have great value for a team that is going to build their offense around the running game. Therefore, the running back, so significant makes sense for them but to put b john robinson there he could have there's not a team in the league that he couldn't help but not over a dominant defensive tackle a dominant edge rusher a pass protector a quarterback um you know a playmaking guy at corner i mean that's a, a great receiver that can you know make um, create mismatch advantages. That's the difference. So Dalvin Cook moves on. It was not because he's not a good player, because he still is. He's slated to count 14 million against the cap in 23. <clears throat> and that is, he's very good. 
you worry a little bit about durability at this point. Well, he's been durable in the early part of his career, but not so much now. There is reasonable assumption that he's not going to be as durable going forward as he is now. So do you want to pay the highest level of money, you know, $14 million against the cap for a guy that you believe is going to have durability questions? Of course not. Um, he still can play. He's a wide zone runner, one cut guy that's got good speed and quickness for the right price, for the right team. He might make a difference. He might help a Denver. He might help a Miami take a next step if he's healthy for the right price. Who has cap room? Who maybe is in a position where he can really help? If you're a younger team, you're not going to spend the type of money on that. You're going to go get your younger version of Dalvin Cook or two guys that can do that. Uh, <clears throat> you Minnesota got that guy. They've got Alexander Madison. He's younger. He's cheaper. And, you know, he's not Dalvin Cook when Dalvin Cook was healthy and at his prime. But he's about 80% of that, maybe 90%. So you go younger, cheaper. You're kind of rebuilding your offense. If you could guarantee that Dalvin Cook could be the Dalvin Cook that he was in his premium years, then you'd have a lot of people willing to pay a lot of money for at least a couple of years to have him. Because he, at, at times, was the best running back in the league. But are you going to get the best running back in the league over the life of the next contract? Um, you know, you just... Look, he's, he's not a feature back that can run in every scheme. He's more of a wide zone scheme. He um, read blocks, you know, I think a guy that maybe is not as dominant physically, but can read blocks is going to be productive. Um, and again, it's just what he is and what the position of running back is at this point. If you look at like a, a guy like what Alvin Kamara meant to the Saints, uh, I thought was the most valuable player of their offense outside of Drew Brees, of course, when, when the Saints were gone. He can catch, he can run, he could be dominant. Christian McCaffrey uh, made – uh, a lot of money. But where did he go? San Francisco. They emphasize the run more. The quarterback is not the most important position. They emphasize. So, again, how many of those teams emphasize the run? Well, not as many. You, you got a, less than a handful of teams that do that. So if you've got less of the teams that uh, are, are committed to doing that, you know, it's going to be less teams that are going to be willing to take that running back higher in the draft. And then even less that are going to be willing to spend premium money. Like, for example, why wouldn't um, a team like, um, well, certainly like Atlanta, San Francisco, and Tennessee, why wouldn't a team like Tennessee take them? Well, a team like Tennessee, you know, doesn't want a guy that got Derrick Henry. They're not going to, they got too much money in that position anyway. So they, they can't, can't afford to add another running back of that money. Atlanta's got a cheaper version, which they feel is going to be better over the next three, four, five years because he's going to be healthier. And, and, a, and a team like San Francisco's got a Christian McCaffrey, and they run a little bit of a different run scheme. So it's all of those reasons are the reasons why um, it's not 
as likely that guys are going to get taken as high at the running back position. There'll be some teams interested. I think Miami makes sense conceptually. Uh, again, likes to run the football, comes from the Niners system. Um, uh, you know, I think that they're they're innovative with their run game, and I think that can really help. Um, they got Mostart and Wilson having some success. They drafted, they drafted Devin Shane, so I don't know. Um, now, I do think the Bears and the Cardinals make some sense in terms of um, their emphasis on their offense. But again, age, durability, you question about it. Uh, the Patriots, the Texans, um, you know, um, the Patriots prefer the power runners. That's more of a zone runner, which Cook is. Um, Houston, uh, Damian Pierce is the best running back. So, I mean, what's Dalvin Cook going to get? Look, um, you know, Dalvin Cook's not getting 14 million. He's not getting 10 million a year. You know, he's he's probably going to have to get an incentive deal that's going to be in the neighborhood of four or five. That's the difference. I do think that he would have a home in a heartbeat at five million a year. Does he want to do that? Um, what is he willing to take? Uh, I think Buffalo would be a team. Is, Deep at running back, Carolina paid Miles Sanders. So finding the right spot, it's supply and demand. Not enough teams emphasize it. you got to have the right scheme that the running back fits. You've got to be assured that the guy is going to be durable through the life of his next contract. All of those things contribute to the running back, quote-unquote, being devalued. It's still important. Every position is important. And a good running back might be the difference that will put you over the top but it is not the focal point of most offenses. And the focal point of most offenses that emphasize the running game usually have another back or a younger back that is cheaper that could do the same things. All of those things give you an idea of where we are in the running back position. And Dalvin Cook is certainly the latest one to feel that pinch. And it's frustrating. And it's hear that in Saquon Barkley's uh, voice as well. He feels nervous. He feels um, uh, underappreciated. He feels like he's more than just a back. And I think in the Giants offense, he is more than that. He needs to get his contract. He needs to get, you know, and that's why he's, you know, chirping a little bit because he wants to get a contract that has some a little teeth to it with some security to it because he could have a really good year or maybe an average year and get injured. And he won't see that contract next year. That's the difficulty. You can be a great running back. You can be the best running back in the draft. You can be taken high. But getting that second contract, man, you better get that second contract quick. Because if you don't, you're in trouble. And unless you're working for a guy like a Jerry Jones who gets infatuated with guys and don't really understand what really works and doesn't work in football, you're going to have a hard time getting the type of money you want at the running back position. Appreciate you joining us. Always great talking football with you, regardless of the topic, college football, NFL. We break it down for you all at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer today. Try it out for a month, six months. The scouting season offer is the best deal that we've got going. It's a 12-month deal. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network for free on Apple, Spotify, that way you don't miss any of our football content. Always great to be with you folks. We appreciate you joining in. 
Uh, we'll talk to you again next time, everyone. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.